Welcome to the Sunday Night Army podcast, the best local podcast in Windsor, Essex County, Detroit and wherever. The place for news, entertainment and music. Here's your host, Jacob. Alright, welcome to the show. I am Jacob and this is episode 290. We are rolling on the Sunday Night Army. I have so many cool, interesting things coming up still this year, so keep an eye out for that. But today's episode 290, we're doing some crazy things. As you guys can tell, I'm very excited. A lot of stuff coming up, a lot of stuff happening, and we've accomplished so much in 2023 so far. We are coming up on the four-year anniversary of this show Coming up on episode 300. This is 290. And today's art is crazy talent. Really good stuff. And um, I'm kind of glad it's episode 290. Get to feature this uh, upcoming interview here. But before I get to all this good stuff, make sure you support the show. Uh, every time you like, follow, share, anything you do with the show supports it greatly. So I thank you for those that have. I thank 102 countries in the world that have listened to this show. I thank you for those listening on Spotify, which is growing for me, which is crazy. I'd anticipate Spotify growing this quickly. So thank you there. And uh, if you've seen what's happening on Instagram, uh, that is the following, uh, the platform for me right now. I am everywhere. uh, Twitter X. It is Twitter X. I don't care what you say. It's it's not X. It's Twitter X. I'm on Twitter X. I'm on Facebook. uh, I'm everywhere. But Instagram is growing and uh, it's the place to connect with the show. And if you're listening on a music platform like Amazon, I know a lot of people are using Alexa to find this show. I see it in the stats. It's great uh, on Amazon, anywhere else. Um, thank you. Thank you for listening. And thank you for checking out the YouTube because the YouTube is extra. As I always say, it's just extra. Uh, not in the bad way, in the good way. All uh, You have the entertainment episodes there. You have all the, like I say, extra stuff that you have there that I don't put on this main show here. I don't want to clutter your ear with things that are just top of my head. Uh, so I save that for the YouTube and Rumble uh, that I have going there. Uh, music is music and interviews are saved for the main show like this. Now, why do I do that? Well, you get to pick and choose what you want to do. You want to listen to the main show? You come here. Any podcast or music screen platform, you want to get some extras and fun stuff, you go to the YouTube. And I want to grow it. So go f- like and subscribe uh, to the channels. Now... To support the show, uh, the best way is grabbing some merch. Spread the word. Spread the word. Word of mouth is doing great stuff. Tell your friends. If you have a friend listening to podcasts, cool. Throw them uh, the Sunday Army in there. If you have somebody who listens to music that always likes to find new artists, well, I, I am the show for you. I am the music discovery show. Go tell them. Share. It's really easy to hit that share button. It is. So do that for, for me and help these artists. And uh, the merch stores has a sale coming up. Pick up a shirt. Pick up a hoodie. It's cold outside. It's winter. Grab a hoodie. It'll show up before Christmas. Be nice and warm. Cool logos there to choose from. Help support and grow the show. So I appreciate everybody listening. I thank you again. Let's get to today's awesome interview. 
So right now on the music series, I am joined by Canadian hip hop artist G Tech. How are you, man? I'm great, man. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited. I love the hip hop community here in Canada, and uh, I'm excited that I have someone that's not too far from me on the show and uh, doing their thing. So I'm um, I'm super pumped up about it. Me too, man. It's gonna be uh, dope. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm on I'm on social media a lot. And you put in a lot of work into your socials. Uh, I'm gonna kind of <laughs> get this off the bat because you do you do a lot of work. I'm Thank telling you, man. I, I, it's hard. And I, for someone that has all the socials and many accounts, myself, um, it's a lot of work to to uh, always have content to put out there, videos and uh, TikToks and all the other stuff and Instagrams. Um, it, it's a lot of work, and for I know artists, it must be. Uh, extra putting your content out there it it definitely is man it's like it's almost like a full-time job um it does get exhausting because i'm, I'm always in, encouraged by other people um like you got to touch on all platforms and mm -hmm. they'll say oh you got to get on twitch and all of that and uh, in my mind i'm like man managing instagram alone is, is a lot of work and it can get yeah. really draining and exhausting. Um, obviously, TikTok is booming. So everyone is like, you got to get on TikTok. You got to get in TikTok. I kind of get lazy with the TikTok. It's more mm -hmm. of like, let me just get my stuff there. Like I'll literally, whatever I put on Instagram, um, I'll just put on TikTok as well. So it's like, it's mainly like just, just to be there. Um, but yeah, man, like heavy heavy on the social uh, on the instagram i always look at instagram and whatever i put there as my resume because it's gotten me a lot of opportunities that i've gotten today so i mean like your your first the first thing that you see uh, like say if i'm applying to um like if i'm applying to a blog to get blog coverage mm -hmm. or a music festival or whatever it is the first thing they're gonna see on is, is your instagram yep. and if they see you, you you're dead on there. There's 40 posts or, or whatever. You're not posting frequently. They're going to just move on. So the way I look at that's why I'm, I'm heavy on promoting my, my Instagram and to make it look as aesthetically pleasing, but also being consistent and to make sure that I'm showing up like every day. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, let's use today's forum because um, uh, at promotion, I, I want to start off that way because promotion is super important for independent artists. And uh, this is why I do what I do. So let's get a little bit of a background about you. Let's uh, let me know here how um, how you started off um, being an artist. Like what led you to be like, you know what? I want to do this and this is my passion. So I started writing lyrics when I was about 10 years old. Um, this is gonna, I say this in all my interviews. It sounds super cliche, but Eminem really influenced me and inspired me um, simply because uh, growing up, um, I grew up in a, in a very like hostile environment with my parents constantly uh, not having the healthiest uh, relationship. So mm -hmm. I witnessed a lot of domestic violence, um, nothing that like I normalized all of it. And uh, it was just my sister and I that kind of went through that experience together. So um, I when I discovered Eminem, I completely related to him in, in so many different aspects and so many different levels. Um, especially with the stuff that he went through, his mother, I kind of relatively uh, connected with him in that sense. Mm -hmm. So lyrics, I was a very quiet kid growing up. I didn't have 
uh, many people to talk to. I wasn't that open. Uh, my family saw that. My immediate family saw that. I was very quiet into myself. And it was just because of all the things that I internalized as a kid. So the only thing that got me through was hip hop and, and music. And I would write uh, on pieces of paper every single night, that just lyrics. And it was just my my way of coping. It was my way of expressing myself. And no one could tell me otherwise. No one could tell me, no, you can't say this, you can't say that. So it was it was such a, it was like therapeutic for me. And obviously I didn't know therapy as a kid growing up. Like there was mm-hmm. no such thing to me, right? Uh, and in school, I definitely struggled uh, academically um, and just because of all the things that I was going through. So music was kind of my only thing. And uh, I started recording uh, seriously when I hit high school so sorry um and i sorry to backtrack i I think my first recording was on a tape deck and it was yeah it was just the 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 press play and the record button at at the same time and there was like this instrumental and i just kind of went off of it i don't have it now i wish i did but um yeah man it kind of started from there then i from high school my friend got me my first computer microphone and uh, I had Audacity at the time that I downloaded for free. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I started recording on, on Beats. Uh, I don't know if you remember SoundClick. Yep. Yeah, because I, I like there was a bunch of free beats on there. So I just mm-hmm. stole all those beats from there and just made my own my own music. You know, I handed it out. I showed it uh, exclusively to my friends. I made my first mixtape when I was in high school. I printed, and I, I could only afford a certain amount of copies. And like, obviously, this is back in the day, and yep. we had about we had CDs. You know, it's, Walkmans were still relatively um, relevant back then, so mm-hmm. I, I could only afford about twelve to fifteen CDs. I went to Staples. I printed uh, my my cover. I got my boy to to, to design that for me. I handed it out to the close people and it just kind of it kind of spread from there and um it even it was so, it was to my surprise i handed it to my friend and he's like yeah someone in like it's like oakville i don't know you know oakville right oh yeah oh yeah oakville like i was oakville or burlington or <laughs> somewhere somewhere in another city like yeah i heard you i was like what like that it was so crazy and then i remember i was in in the car with my boy and we went to mcdonald's and he knew the person that that worked there Mm-hmm. Uh, at the drive-thru and he's like yeah this person knows your cd i'm like get out of here like it was just, i was so in disbelief right <laughs> and we go by we go we go by the window and he's like yeah you, you know that cd that my friend came out or whatever she he made a mention a song whatever he's like yeah that you know that and she's like yeah yeah i know that song i was like what that that was so insane to me right like it, it's just it's just crazy how word spreads right and yep. it's only i only had like 15 copies like imagine if i had like a couple hundred or, right. or whatever it was like um but it was just like that small little hustle right like it's mm-hmm. just because i i enjoyed music so much and also seeing my cover as well and it's like i think it's i miss those times because i think we appreciated music so much more back then uh because i, I guess it wasn't as accessible as it is today with with mm-hmm. streaming platforms and spotify we appreciated the artwork more we appreciated opening the CD and 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 going through the track list and the, yep. and, the, 
and stuff like that. So it was such a golden time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just grateful that I was a part of it and I was able to to do that and, and to hand out those CDs because I still have friends to this day that kind of mention that. Uh, so that's kind of where uh, it started from uh, to answer your question. No, that that's cool because, yeah, I, I it doesn't get any better to me. And, and we're going to sound like old heads here, but um, grabbing an album and doesn't matter what album you get, if, if it's off the street or whatever, way back when yeah. and going through it and experiencing um, n- not just downloading a song and listening to it like like nowadays, yeah. but like going through yeah. the whole process of getting something and physically appreciating the uh, the whole process. Totally different experience, which I don't the nobody will ever um, experience again unless you're buying like vinyl nowadays. But Absolutely. outside of that, it's it's gonna be it's so rare. And yeah, you're yeah. right. We totally appreciated that yeah. for the amount of work and everybody went through just to produce music and get it out there. And on the indie scene, incredibly hard um, to get through, and it was just totally different feeling. So yeah. I actually have a quick story to tell you. Oh, yeah. Uh, so and uh, back to how music wasn't as accessible because obviously I was I was like in my like my like 10, 12, whatever it was, like in middle school. And I remember going into Zellers and, and getting <laughs> a CD. Um, I can't remember what CD it was. It had to be an Eminem CD. No problem. I, I got my money. I paid for it. And then one time. 50 50 cent came out with mm-hmm. massacre okay and i and i go to zellers i'm ready to buy it i'm pumped and the person says i can't sell this to you and i'm like why and because there was obviously parental advisory she's like no you're too young i was pissed bro <laughs> like i could not like i and you can't download it you can't go on the internet like you know what i mean i didn't yep. have those resources so i told i told my friend about it i'm like yo we need to get the cd and he was he was known to to steal things, um, and it's funny because he kind of stole from me. So <laughs> and we had such a weird friendship. But I'm like, okay, you know what? He is who he is. Let me see if I can use this to my advantage. So I'm like, yo, <laughs> Jeez. take just just take the the CD from me. So he goes into Zellers, he steals Massacre, and he steals a Ludacris CD. And we had this whole plan, like it was it looking back at it it's so funny we had this whole plan i had it was me and it it was my other friend we were both like on watch and then it was him and um growing up i took french immersion right so Mm -hmm. we're we're gonna speak in french like no one's gonna understand what we're saying (laughs) Uh, like we had this whole scheme it was like the italian job to us so we we he goes in he he runs in and gets the the cd and he comes out with with the massacre and i'm like oh you got it you got it and then and then he comes out with ludicrous cd too and we're just like blowing up and it was it's such a crazy thing but like <laughs> that's how that i pre you appreciate music that much more because it's like when you don't have something accessible it becomes it's the value of it just increases so much more so it's just going back to that time it, it was such a great time because uh yeah uh, in the end like massacre was so classic to me mm-hmm. so it was a good time Oh yeah, and you and you appreciate everything on that album because if you physically have it, it's not like you're going on an app exactly. and listening to whatever you want. You actually have to go through the whole album. You appreciate yeah. all, all the songs on there. No, that's that's amazing because there's a lot of us that um kind of live through that, and um, there's a lot of kids nowadays that are not going to get that experience. There's no, no one touch and play, but that's exactly. just how it is. 
Um, all right, let's get to today's track because you brought a track to the show called Stephanie. Tell me about it. Yeah, so Stephanie, um, actually, I recorded it about a year ago. Um, my producer sent me the beat. And usually uh, the way that we work is most of my singles, we've worked uh, together like in person because like the way we work, the chemistry is just phenomenal. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll bounce ideas with him and he, he's able to orchestrate it and put it on a track like uh, so accurately. So with this one, he sent it to me. And as soon as I heard it, uh, and it's funny, he's, he, the way he renamed the, the way he named the, 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 the instrumental was Fine Wine. Mm -hmm. So I'm listening to it and I'm like, okay, this bumps. And it's not something that I usually uh, go on. It's because it was, it was more like a trap beat. So, and he's always been encouraging me to go on uh, more trap beats because that's what kind of the, that's what's kind of popping right now with the modern mm -hmm. era and, and hip hop. And I'm like a, like an old school person. So like, I'm like more like focusing on boom bap and like, you know, like the, the old school hip hop, but he's always like, you, you got to mesh both of it like try to make it a little bit more 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 uh, modernized mm -hmm. so he sent me the beat and i'm in the kitchen i have my wireless headphones on and i'm bumping it and i'm just like this is dope like i, I really i really uh mess with this so in my process of writing a song is sometimes it's always different depending on how i get the beat and my mood and everything but usually i try to tackle the hook first so i'm listening to the beat it's super catchy super easy to go on i'm like mm -hmm. i can do this and I'm 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 like I'm I'm going through different words and the one of the words that came up was like felony, um so I'm like okay felony and I'm and I, again I'm just like washing dishes I'm going back and forth <laughs> around the house like I'm just doing whatever right, um trying to get into the mood, and I go with felony and then I'm like okay definitely or something, and then somehow Stephanie comes up because I'm like it just rhymes you know yeah. like this is how my brain is working at the time, <laughs> uh so felony definitely Stephanie right so as soon as I soon as I created felony, I'm like, okay, this is going to be a heartbreak song, but I don't like, I don't want to make it so obvious where I'm like, okay, a girl breaks her heart and that's it. Like it's just a typical song. I try to always twist things to make it a little bit more creative and more unique to the listener um, because it has a deeper message that I'm hoping that, cause I'm, I'm promoting a lot of what it's about. So I'm hoping that people yep. got the message. So the message behind the song is you get hurt you're invested with somebody and then you end up getting hurt by this, this person. And for whatever reason it could be, it can be abuse. It can be cheating. It can be whatever it is. Um, but the point is that that experience um, leaves you completely hurt, completely just, uh, yeah, just completely broken. And then that affects your future relationships because we carry whatever experience we go through. It can be anything. It, it definitely, um, travels with you in, in other situations as well. It really impacts you in a different way. So say you go into a different relationship. Um, now you're you're trying to get all the pieces together. You're trying to utilize the tools that, you know, you, you've had this an experience, which is a bad experience, into a new relationship. Mm -hmm. And then you end up in like you end up hurting the other person because you you, you don't have any trust. You have, you know, like uh, you're just a like a you struggle to ha to cultivate a, a healthy relationship. Right. So then you end up hurting this this other person too. So you end up being the exact same person that um that hurts you in your previous relationship. And then guess what? That your partner now is hurt by this experience, and it's just a vicious cycle that mm -hmm. continues. 
And that's that's kind of how it just manifests within different relationships. And then I labeled this term, this talk toxic cycle, Stephanie. And people are referring it like people are actually using this as a like a, as a term from from the people that are are listening to it. So I'm like, okay, I have something here. So um, and every song that I'm now writing, I'm also thinking ahead where I'm like, how can I market this? And I actually took the idea of naming it Stephanie um, from Drake because he names his songs like other other people's names and stuff. Mm-hmm. And people are like, okay, like who's this person? So instantly you're like, okay, I need to listen to the song. So I knew that if I named this song Stephanie, people are going to be like, who the hell Stephanie? Who broke this guy's heart or whatever? Maybe he's talking yeah. about a real person. So they're going to instantly listen to it. So that's kind of my my game plan now when I'm writing my songs. How can I catch people's attention? Um, I, if I just named it Heartbreak or whatever, people are not really like, okay, it's just a normal, it's a regular Heartbreak song. Mm-hmm. So um, that was kind of my thought process process of it. Um, it didn't take me long to write it. I probably wrote the whole thing in one sitting. Um, I also uh, wanted it to be uh, concise and, and brief. I didn't want it to make it like a three, four minute song because I wanted to make it super catchy and super to the point. So it's just two verses, um, three hooks, and I wanted replay value. Oh, yeah. So that's that was kind of my my focus on it. Um, and the beat is super catchy, mm-hmm. and it has it has a strong message that is very relatable. And a lot of people said like you know they can relate to this. So I knew that I had something and I was sitting on it for a year and I wanted it to be dropped at the perfect moment. But I slowly started to realize that I'm like, I'm not going to find the perfect moment. I was talking to my producer and I'm like, we need to drop this. So I just, okay, I'm like, you know what? I gave myself about a month or a month or two to promote the song, to gain momentum and attention and interest. And yeah, like I dropped it and I'm super proud of it. Um, I personally think that it's one of my best songs to date. I feel like it checked mark a lot of my boxes in terms of marketability, um, good message, and it's mm-hmm. still a relatively like solid, ba- like it's a balance of a good um, like mainstream song and um, a bit of uh, like modern rap as well, like very contemporary. So I think I, I felt like it had everything and mm-hmm. I, I played it to myself like a million times and it didn't it didn't like fade out. Like it didn't get sick of it. Cause so, a lot of my songs I'll, um, I'll listen to it over and over again. And then a part of, and then eventually I started, I'm like, okay, I'm, I don't know. I'm not feeling this, but this kind of just never, it never like evaporated of interest. Like I always, I kept bumping it every single day. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's how much I believe in my music. And that's why I'm so dedicated and committed to, to share this, like not enough people, have listened to it like i always i try not to focus on streams um but i think that's something that a lot of creatives kind of um uh dwell on as well i think a lot of people like a lot of us struggle with that and i'm not afraid to to say that out loud because i don't i don't think people are that honest about it like they kind of just front about whatever it is right but Mm -hmm. i'm very honest about it like i'm gonna be honest like i'm that's something i do struggle with but i'm always grateful for those who who have listened to it. So I, I don't discredit that at all. Hmm. Well, we live in the, the numbers age and, and on the Absolutely. download age. So it's, 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 everybody's looking at that. Uh, and you know, it's the new thing that everybody's worried about, but I like the build up for the track and I like the uh, thought process behind it. And I think, um, I think we should just play it right now on the show. So let's do it. Let's do it. So here's 
G-Tech with Stephanie right here on the Sunday Night Army. a girl named Stephanie, yeah I can tell about it definitely, I loved her and she played me like a felony, and she told me she'd be there for me, I can tell you about a girl named Stephanie, yeah I can tell about it definitely, I loved her and she played me like a felony, and she told me she'd be there for me, loyal to everything she liked, overlooked the conflict and the strife, Conformed and adjusted to her type All it wanted was to call you mine 401 drives till I hit your exit Recline couches as we're watching Netflix Our mutual motives were reciprocal So tell me mercy when I hit your pinnacle, yeah Link her up like what you're saying though Girl, I can take you to OVO Or we can travel to the Poconos I want more of you until I overdose Link her up like what you're saying though Girl, I can take you to OVO Or we can travel to the Poconos I want more of you until I overdose I can tell you about a girl named Stephanie Yeah, I can tell about it definitely I loved her and she played me like a felony And she told me she'd be there for me I can tell you about a girl named Stephanie Yeah, I can tell about it definitely I loved her and she played me like a felony And she told me she'd be there for me Sitting with these missed calls Emotions pulling me like a rickshaw Never thought space could be this hard I guess her bliss split into a pitfall Then I saw her on her Instagram Posting up selfies with her leather pants Stories of hanging with a better man Maybe he'll get a better chance So then I started to do the same Misleading hearts into disarray So I apologize if you're a victim to my pain Just know I'm feeling the same Look, So then I started to do the same Misleading hearts into disarray So I apologize if you're a victim to my pain Just know I'm feeling the same yeah. I can tell you about a girl named Stephanie Yeah, I can tell about it definitely I loved her and she played me like a felony And she told me she'd be there for me I can tell you about a girl named Stephanie yeah, I can tell about it definitely. definitely. I love the wrench, she played me like a felony. There you go. That was G Tech Stephanie right here on the Sunday Night Army. Now, this track will be on the Spotify playlist for the show. Like, follow, subscribe. If uh, you're already following, add it to your own playlist. Give us some listens. And, of course, the Spotify playlist promoted every week with all the latest music on it. Now, G-Tech, question for you. Now, goals for the rest of this year. What do you have coming up that we should look forward to? So the closest thing uh, now is uh, to look out for my website. I've been building um, my official website. It's always been something that I wanted to do, so I finally committed to it. Uh, paid my dues with the hosting and, and everything on the back end um, mm -hmm. earlier this year. Um, it was harder than I thought. Like, I, usually I'm pretty tech savvy, but when it comes <laughs> to like coding and all that kind of stuff, like I couldn't do it. Uh, there was, I mean, like I use WordPress, but I, I find that it was super, super difficult to use. Yep. I like I, I, I had so many issues, um, I, but I was able to still kind of to make it work. 
And usually I like to do everything on my own. I don't like to depend on anybody. But when it came to this, I had to pull in some of my friends that uh, know coding and stuff like that. So I was so, super grateful for them that helped me out. Um, it's pretty much finalized. I'm going to release that site soon. There's going to be merch. There's going to be also artist resources to help other nice. independent artists. Um, and that's that's always been my brand. That's always been like I'm always super down to help people. Uh, my DMs are always open to anyone that has questions about anything that I do. Um, and I'm always uh, down to share that knowledge that I've learned on my own. So the site is coming out. Um, I'm probably going to promote Stephanie to the to the end of the year. Um, just because I feel like it's it's it still has so much uh, it, it has so much more to do mm -hmm. and um, uh, moving forward as well I think uh, I'm trying to get as many other opportunities I'm trying to uh, perform more as well find shows I performed uh, this year as well uh, and uh, it was a super super great time great experience I was able to uh meet a lot of great people so i want to def definitely do more shows and i'm trying to apply to music festivals as well um so i'm looking into that and yeah man that's uh just keep pushing man trying to yep. be consistent as as much as possible uh to be relevant and to inspire as many people as possible nice now drop some social handles where everybody listening right now can follow you yeah, I try to keep it simple. Um, official GTech everywhere. Um, I just recently changed because uh, uh, recently changed that to uh, like on YouTube and stuff because it was like something else. So I think it, to keep it simple, to keep it uh, easy to follow, it's official GTech on uh, most platforms. Nice. Fantastic. I think it's super easy. Anybody listening, of course, go to the description of this episode or tag everywhere on social media will be GTech. Uh, with this episode on the show nice and easy like follow subscribe all the good things so g tech thanks for coming on the show and sharing your music with me thank you man i appreciate you be, uh, me being on this platform <laughs>